Good to everybody. Hope you enjoyed uh, this week's edition of WCW Tuesday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, it's 9.05 on the Superstation WOJM. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, yeah, as you can see, uh, another another sub week. Lots of lots of open space with Joe Colton on maternity. Uh, so Phil from Articulated Points is back with us this week. Doing the rare back-to-back appearances. It's a twofer. Right? Just a yeah. warning. At any we, moment, Phil's water had, could break. We had a BOGO on Philip. <laughs> Phil's water. Could I have reasonable rates. <laughs> so I'm told. Anyways, we'll be we'll be back after you watch our kick-ass theme song. It's 9.05. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast throughout the world of G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, all you lovely people. Mm-hmm. It feels like we just did last week's show. It's been a long week. It's, it's, it's a weird time warp I've been caught in, where time is never-ending and yet speeding by at the same time. Yeah, it was a long week and a very short week, all at the same time. <laughs> and I just... Ugh, brutal. Uh, but uh, joining me here in the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Good to be here. Have you, uh, I mean, are you okay? Have you blinded yourself or, or do you need to put your glasses on? You know, I, I had a splitting headache earlier today, so I popped the lenses out first thing. Uh, and so I was rocking the glasses, which I'll do from time to time. But I don't know. The glare was I don't know if the glare's helping or hurting me. I can't seem to escape it. Like I got nothing but glare. Wherever I go around the room, it feels like my eyes are following me. So you gotta do the Hollywood's trick of just taking out the lenses and just wearing the frame. That's a good idea. Also, it's uh, uh, pioneered by Bubba Ray Dudley, so we appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but I don't know. The comments are so good. I might need to keep the glasses on. If the comments, if the comment level drops off, well, maybe I don't need to see it. Make sure you cover them up because Hans Chow kicked in the spin, kicked in the door. Right. I know, right? I don't need any of that. I'm more excited about Ragtime Rob's countdown. Yeah, but <laughs> Ragtime Rob has a countdown. How many days left? Right. Well, he's in the he's in the bottom row. He is uh, an educator to the masses. Uh, he's a host without a show. It's Ragtime Rob. Hi. What day is it? I think it's Tuesday. I hope it's. Ah, uh, t- damn it. Because otherwise, we're, we're uh, really playing with our audience's minds. Right. Like, you don't know the count, like a guy on his last tour in Nam. Come on now. <laughs> um, what's the count, Rob? Which means, I'm gonna, which means sometime Thursday, I'm getting fragged. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Right. Look, look, you don't have three days left. You have two days left. I do. One of those days has no kids. Yeah, Friday is no kids in the building, which means it's just all the teachers show up 
and they've all got vodka in their mugs. Pretending. Yeah, no, I, I probably have to completely disassemble my room because it's being remodeled over the summer. So, yeah. so, so you've just got the thermos full of vodka. Big deal. <laughs> just go in wearing a beer hat. That'd be awesome. <laughs> One of those plastic helmets. Show up at the faculty breakfast. Yep. <laughs> While you're at it, put a nacho hat on top of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> You got a, you got a, you got a, a whiskey bottle on one side and a and a jug of maple syrup on the other. <laughs> just, just two straws, man, Jack and Coke, and just walk in, baby, <laughs> like a mouse. And finally, he's uh, he's back because his rates are the cheapest. <laughs> Hi, our, everybody. From articulated points, <laughs> Bill Donnelly, Biff McConkey dog. Uh, in I I don't I mean it's not the center square, but it's kind of the guest square. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah, sure. Our our Paul Lind, Phil Donnelly. <laughs> our Paul Lind. So, which means at some point he is the hooded claw He's with no hood and no claw. No hood, no claw. Fantastic. He's sitting in Joe's seat, which is fine because I don't know if she fits anymore. Can I say that? I, I maybe you have to deal with her when she comes back. And this is yeah. the o- this is the only time in the last ten years that I could outrun Joe Colton. Right. Uh, so I, I can get I can get lippy right now. Right. Hello, it, well, as, I'm not as pretty. I'm I'm man enough to admit that. I mean. <laughs> mm. Mm. I got to get my shots in before she has a minion she can sick on me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of when she like. I'm not expecting her back before July. We might uh, we might do our Cobra convergence bit without her, but hopefully sometime shortly after that. Our our Cobra convergence entry for for those of you who are joining us from from Brian's show immediately previous. Thank you for doing so. Um, our we're July fourth. We're mm-hmm. we're early. We are the first Tuesday of July, and we are the holiday. Uh, so we will be doing that episode earlier in the day. It will not be 9 p.m. So prepare yourselves for that in advance. Uh, we are not going to keep you in when there is stuff blowing up in the sky that you actually want to see for a change, uh, as opposed to the other nights when there's stuff blowing up in the sky and you take cover. Hey, speaking of angry dogs, uh, my son will be coming home at some point, and you'll know exactly when that happens. Yeah, uh, because the Emma alarm system will go absolutely nuclear. So be ready for that. It's an absolute joy. Right. And if you don't know, Emma's my ten-pound kind of pain in the ass dog. Right. <laughs> and when I say my dog, <laughs> I mean you can get one, but I'm not taking hey, care of it. You, you signed the check to get the dog. At mm. uh, figure six pack. Uh, has some random trivia for us. A group of ferrets is called a business. Sure. Is this a reason why the Crimson Twins chose to drove those drive those vehicles? You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would not put that past Steve Gerber and Buzz Dixon and and those folks on who uh, who chose to put them on those vehicles in the the animation. Wouldn't wouldn't put it past them. Clever guys. Uh, Craig Cohan, uh, another educator. Uh, I know this has nothing to do with GI Joe. Was, tonight was my graduation. I got to announce our seniors. It was a proud moment of my teaching career. That's right. Very good. Hey. And hats off to all of our educators. We're getting to that time of the year uh, when you're all uh, uh, running messily towards the exit for the last time. 
<laughs> quick Lord, before they lock it. Yeah, Lord knows we we understand. Uh, but uh, good good job to all of you. Uh, thanks for for doing all you do. As I go running out after a stream of kids going, hey, wait, I didn't tell you how World War II ended. Uh, this, we won! This guy's going to look for a Batman the Animated Series channel. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Good. You can disappoint them, too. All right. <laughs> Come on, Lord the guy. Oh. I see you jocking me. Whatever. He's been throwing shade the whole time in here. Goodbye. Like you know me. And no one's been paying any interest to him, which, you know, right. because... Right. Our regular audience yeah. is the best. There, there's right. always there's always people who know, um, or you know the, the people who know know that we do see the comments before we come on the air, right? Yeah. So, I mean, good job, dude. Way to way to way to way to come in and make no 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 impact whatsoever. Kind of read the room though. I'll give him credit for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Photo Viper says, "Why no yellow beachheads in the beach party?" Uh, you know, like fun. I do like fun school. I got a couple fun school beachheads, but they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not beachhead 86. That's like 92 beachhead. That's different or 91. I forgot what year they came out in over there. I think it was 92, but um, they're, they're different. They, they hold a place of honor. I do have a fun school group uh, that, that those uh, beachheads are a part of, but I, I, they're not part of beach party 86. Every so, often, every so often you catch them on the, the, the Instagram page. Uh, be sure to link up down below. I'm is sorry. there su such a thing as a bad beachhead, Mike? There is not. Okay. It's not. But just but levels, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Like even ninety three guy here is pretty pretty sweet in his own right. I mean, this yeah. is this is a good figure. You know, but it's not necessarily beachhead, but it's mm. a good figure. Unscheduled question: yeah. When was the first time you got introduced to beachhead at all? Was it in the comic, or did you see him on a shelf, or oh, as a kid? Saw him on a shelf, and and was it just like heavens parted and you know blues, it, blues brothers moment? Did you do backflips down the aisle? No, no, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that quick. Like I thought he was one of the the highlights of 1986, uh, and I caught them. I was lucky enough. It was very early in 1986, the first time I, I got to to hit the toy stores because you know Rob's birthday is in February. Like he's middle of February, so first six weeks of the year, I, I caught probably the first reset of GI Joe, uh, and those guys are all out there. And he he was one of the standouts for me, but it wasn't like it was this. It was a, it was kind of a slow progression. I would I dare say that that he didn't move into my my unchallenged number one spot until I was an adult. Okay. I was so hoping you'd start recalling details that no normal kid should ever remember. It was a Tuesday in January. One <laughs> right. of those winter storms had settled in. <laughs> so I was walking right. the aisles of the local drugstore. The parametric pressure was dropping. <laughs> I remember I was wearing a blue shirt that day. It clashed with the right. aisles. <laughs> right. No, I, I mean, by that point, my knees were already mm -hmm. shot when I was a young child. So I was able to detect changes in parametric pressure. There you go. So <laughs> Just give us a whole film noir narration scene. Yeah, <laughs> start I mean, playing some jazz in the background. My 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 knees went funky on me. I was eight years old, so I yeah no I, I it it was happening. There were it was it was not good. Anyways, uh, what do you say we we get into community calendar? We wasted enough of these people's good time. Yeah. As I hit the wrong button. <sighs> I only do this every week, right? Most weeks, I filled in once. That once, well, it's two times. 
Yeah, in a row. Couldn't believe that. <laughs> the odds on that were pretty steep <laughs> that I'd get another chance that quick. Right. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about that one that you did with Joe Colton in the car. Oh, yeah, where she was right. fast and the furious three and a half. Right. <laughs> where, where Wes was her Paul Walker. Yeah, the Canadian connection. Storming didn't do well. through the, the streets of Washington. As, as she's doing the beltway drift. Yeah, it didn't do well. That's why they don't film Fast and the Furious movies in D.C., because you're pretty much just stuck in traffic. Yeah. Just sitting there. Yes. Yeah. Just sitting there. Mm. <laughs> Cobra's crazy weather patterns just swallow up my signals. <laughs> Shipless layout. <laughs> Shipless layout. That's right. Remember that website, or rather that website, that email address, guys. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Uh, many of you got a hold of us this week to tell us about the shows that are on the calendar this week. So we really appreciate it. A uh, community calendar is going to be whatever you guys want to make it, right? Like we, we, we only have so much time to look at these things. We're going to miss something if you're just counting on us to hit them all. So please, if, if there's something in your area that you want to drive traffic to, you think we can help you out, send it our way. We'll do our best. Look, our Muse Absorb Vids is telling us what to do, which is his right. <laughs> well, I, he actually he actually had something on there. I, I missed it. There we go. Yorktown Joe, the slow and the spurious. <laughs> Absorb Vids says, Mike, load up the new ones. That's called a teaser. There there are. I, I Unfortunately, I, I didn't get to that yet. They will be on next week. I, I apologize, man. Uh, this this was not a, this was not a big week for show prep, right? Uh, but in in regards to to uh, Beachhead surprise, he's my favorite. Would have thought it would be for an earlier year. I, I mean, I was a Flash guy, ride or die, to that point. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, like my my one A, my number two is a nineteen eighty two guy. So that, that makes sense. Did you hate sci fi? I didn't hate him. I just I, I he wasn't my favorite. <laughs> he doesn't think of him. I, I didn't hate him because he was a laser trooper. I, I just didn't care for him because he was like pina colada colored. That, that bothered me more than, oh. That is the color of a Mountain Dew bottle. What's up, Super Boots? Right. right. And Fla Flash walks by and his neon chest protector and is like, the new guy's a little garish. I don't know. Look, man, look red, a red chest pad is one thing. Robocop stole his style, so you know he was a trendsetter. He's got Thur he's got Thurman Munson uh, Thurman Munson's chest protector on there. Seymour right. fine. I'd like to see less fine. I'll be honest with you. Anyways, first show on the the calendar tonight uh, is of course the Atlanta Toy and Comic Convention, otherwise known as Joe Fest, uh, June 9th, the eleventh. As you can see, Larry Hama will be in attendance. He's something of a staple. Uh, other guests include Brian Atkins, Robert Atkins, Chad Bowers, Lisa Raggio, Adam Riches, Sergeant Slaughter, Keone Young, many more of your favorite guest vendors and toy makers. Uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, this is not just a G.I. Joe show. G Joe Fest is about maybe a third of, of the whole of the whole banana. Uh, so you're going to have all kinds of guests from all walks of Comicton. And, um, you know, there you go. Bunch of wrestlers there. Also, the Young Bucks. Evan Foster. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We know, man. You're one of the ones that I follow on Facebook, so I get yours. 
but I appreciate that. We'll always, we, you guys have been doing that a long time. I always do my best to plug uh, you guys and Dallas and, and uh, the other longstanding Joe specific shows. Phil, how would you get to Temecula? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you take the 91 to the 15. The 15? 15? 15's always jammed, man. You don't, there's no time of day where it's not. Always, I think got you got to get off on Rodeo. The 15's got construction. Take that into Marina Del Rey. You got to go all no, the way to Mulholland Drive. Take the 15 in the other direction to Vegas. <laughs> Hans Chow says it's his first Joe Fest. Find him for free hugs. Well, there you go. Okay. I, mean, I, I just assume that Hans Chow will be the guy hugging everybody. So we'll see if we can get a, a special live correspondent on again this year. We'll have to see if we can get a hug count. Or a hug cam. Uh, Evan Foster, uh, Phil, will you be at Robo Toy Fest? Uh, that's currently the plan. That's, that's about as non-committal as I've ever heard, but I'll allow right. it. <laughs> it's in Pasadena on the 11th of June. Way to, way to remain on the pot, Phil. Yeah, that's like what I tell my kids, sure. That means I didn't hear you, but it didn't sound dangerous. I got the phone in here. It's comfortable. <laughs> Uh, Craig Cohan asked, did Rob just say to get off on the Lana Del Rey? Hey. Well, well I mean, <laughs> the Marina Del Rey. Right? We're not <laughs> we're not here to uh, cast dispersions on anybody's preference. But um, uh, see you on the 11th. Good, sir. There you go. So you, you, there you go, Phil. You're signing autographs. <laughs> <laughs> and giving hugs. Mm -hmm. be, be sure to go with uh, Mick Honky Donk. W O G J M. Right, right. I gotta, I gotta look up how to spell that. <laughs> However, you want to spell it, man. I don't think anybody's checking. Uh, Neil Hill will be at Joe Fest, but no hugs, free or otherwise. Oh, hey, come on, Neil. You gotta say, everybody's got a price. Look, All right. I, right. Some, if somebody waves a tenner in front of me and says, hey, man, how about a hug? Bring it here. Getting a hug for 10 bucks. Yeah. You're getting a solid hug for 10 bucks. More than that, and I have a rate sheet, but eh. right. <laughs> Coming oh up on the next What's on Joe Mind, Mike sells his body to the night. Right. <laughs> Mike, Mike gonna be gonna be a good show. <laughs> oh my god. Sells his body to the I like that turn of a phrase. That's excellent. <laughs> he has an extensive list of add-ons. <laughs> it's a combination platter. Like, you know. that, that, uh, my, my my vaccinations are up to date. Let's put that in <laughs> Go hugging people in Georgia. How much to get the little, you know, the hand rub in the back of the when you're doing the hug? <laughs> I mean, like 20 bucks, I'll do one of those lift you off the ground kind of hugs. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 25, 25 will get you a belly to belly suplex. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you are, I might throw that in for free. <laughs> that the best is when they pay for the twenty dollar hug and then you upgrade them for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo! I don't know if it would be a suplex. Maybe the maybe the like the the Bailey finisher, the Bailey to belly. Maybe I'll get one of those off. I could probably pull that off. I got to start start getting the. the, the, the trap back into shape doing suplexes. Dude, Matt Rubin's got. Them. Matt Rubin's got the line on your new nickname. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Magic Mike. Whatever. I've, I've been dealing with that since that movie came out. So, sure. Mm -hmm. Why not? 
Indianapolis what? edition. I mean, there is a distinctly a distinctly Midwestern flavor to what's going on here. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait for Magic Mike colon Indianapolis. <laughs> waiting. Frank Cohen's got Ma Magnum MI. There we go. I kind of like that. That's good. That's different. <laughs> Firefly, someone's going to Suplex Village. <laughs> Suplex Unincorporated Township. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm all phlegmy. What can I say? <laughs> that's that one's that's going to be a pleasant moment for our folks in the uh, who, who listen. <laughs> that's, that's really that's going to make this whole episode for them. Yeah, crashing their cars at the 2035 mark. Right. What What's on Joe Mind uh, 263? The one where Mike clears his throat. Next up, we got the Maryland Toy Expo. That's on June 10th. That's the same weekend. So if you're not heading that far south, you can always stop off in Timonium, Maryland at the Maryland State Fairgrounds. Uh, they'll be there from 10 to 5. Uh, for 10 bucks, get you in the door. 15 will get you in at 8 o'clock. Kids 10 and under are free. Uh, tickets and info are at the MarylandToyExpo.com. Uh, you can see uh, our, our connection there. Lauren Lester, the voice of barbecue, uh, will be in attendance. He's also the most interesting player in the DCAU, Dick Grayson. Please don't give him your impression of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do this that. This guy I, here says he's the Viper. Right. I, I can appreciate the work that went into barbecue. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like I think Lauren Lester did a bad job, but man, barbecue used to annoy the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying anybody trying to imitate that is not not going to go over well i just I, like everybody always everybody always oh the viper said i hated the viper i hated it i couldn't stay <laughs> drove me crazy you know i had no idea he was the voice of barbecue that's because for years it was uh miscredited to someone else really <laughs> yeah but he was he was in the credits at the end but the credits at the end didn't give any specifics as to who was who yeah. So you like you knew he was on there, and the cast always referred to Lauren like. Well, it was GI Joe the movie that finally gave the names to the to the voice actors, and in then that one they gave uh, barbecue to the wrong person, right? Because because he had lots of lines in GI Joe the movie. Yeah, well, everybody got credited for whether that character was there or not. <laughs> I think Grunt got credited. Right, I, I think. Uh, like barbecue, I think he grunted when something exploded in the movie, and that was his line. He just screamed out, "Dad!" <laughs> Dad! Maybe I can get him to sign my Slaughter's Marauders barbecue. Maybe there you go. It needs a little juice. It ain't moving. Maybe yeah, that's that or bring, bring suggestion there. Who's yeah. going to Lester to sign that? Bring a uh, you know either that or bring a, a a recent issue of Nightwing. But I, I tell you, nobody, the, the, the first, or rather the next member of the, the cast of the G.I. Joe cartoon that we meet that is not just an absolute superstar will be the first. Uh, the, they are perhaps the nicest group of people that, that I've encountered in, in the entertainment world. Mind you, that's not a huge world for me, but, but you'd expect somebody to be a dick, and no, no, they are all incredible. So be, be nice to Lauren Lester. He's good people. Mm -hmm. 
I do want to know, however, what what number on the periodic table is Timonium? Ooh. Uh, it's I just, 26 and a half. I used to, New Maryland's not that big, and I lived there for three years, and I have no idea where Timonium is. No. It's out by the Timonium Flats. I guess. They glow past, at night. So Google past, Maps. Out past Chevy Chase, no doubt. Right. If, it, if it's got the if it's got the, the state fairground, it's probably close to the state capital. So you know, what's that, Annapolis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So probably close to Annapolis. Hans Chow says Timonium, 69. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Where? Nice. Up next is Toy Hi-O. Hi-O. That is the following week. That is at the Metroplex Expo Center. Fitting. In Gerard, Ohio. They're there from 11 to 4. Five bucks gets you in the door. Uh, VIP gets you in an hour early for 10. Uh, you got uh, tickets and info at toyhiotoyshow.weebly.com. Um, we have, I have some notes on their logo. There is no G.I. Joe there. That is a fatal flaw. Yeah, but, but- I... But I do like old Hasbro WWF Undertaker. Seventy-five percent redhead right there. That logo. I, I guess. Yeah, not bad. Uh, it seventy-five percent. Yeah, I'm not counting the turtle. It doesn't have hair. Well, again, you, there's Wolverine. Wolverine Wolverine's got hair. He's got those mutton chops, baby. It ain't red. No, so he doesn't count. So it's three out of four. Seventy-five percent. He man's not not a redhead. It looks pretty red from here. Just just because the color's off on the photo doesn't mean you get that's just that's just his his deep gray skull infused tan. I don't even want He Man. Get out of here. (laughs) I'll stick with the Undertaker and Lion O. You know what? I don't even need Lion O. Just give me the Taker. We're good. If if you're claiming everybody everybody in a bad photo as a ginger, then anybody who's ever been in a Polaroid is a ginger. Come on, come on the bandwagon, folks. We got room. This is turning into a weird version of the Black Jacks and Hookers line from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Craig Cohan says, uh, Toy Ohio is great. This will be his third trip. Where, Where is uh, Gerard, Ohio, Craig Cohan? If you could let us know in the chat, that would be great. It's next to Depardieu, Ohio. Right. It's just off Cape Gerard. Wait. No, it's, it's just off Gil Gerard. Oh, there it is. When we would watch Buck Rogers as a kid, my dad would walk through the room and he would just go, Fat Buck! (laughs) (laughs) And just poop all over our show because he was kind of (laughs) right. And we were like, oh, yeah. Fat Buck. I don't think we watched it when we were kids. I I was a little too young, so. I was just the right age for Wilma Deering, let me tell you. I I don't think there's a wrong age, but outside of Youngstown, and he says how to fill. So uh, that's where you that's where you're going for Toy Ohio, outside of Youngstown, Ohio, home of the Youngstown State Penguins. I have a question because I'm not much of a He-Man guy. Is he wearing his backpack correctly? Because how is that buzzard going to land on that at at such an odd angle? That's a. It looks like Voltar's backpack, kind of. That's a stretch. It's a stretch. That's the sword. It's a stretch goal? <laughs> that's his power sword. You're looking at the oh, hand grip. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> what did you take for that headache? Right? Not, not <laughs> enough. Let me tell you. It's getting worse, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> that, that's, that's the... 
That's the handle of the power sword, but sure, sure, Mark. Okay. See him taking a little sip from a mug. We got to make sure we know what proof it is. Good stuff. Death, it's death proof. That's what it is. Moving on. Mark, uh, Mark needs to maybe get stronger glasses on that. Right. <laughs> I got a strong glass right here. Ooh. <laughs> ah. uh, Neil Hill says, ah, Voltare. Love that figure. Voltare. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's Voltare. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Tune in tonight as uh, we have a retrospective on the works of Dean Martin. Closing our sing-along port the sing-along <laughs> portion of our show. I wish we had a little bouncy to ball going. Right to own or vultures. <laughs> right. Well, aren't you glad you decided to jump on this at the last minute, Phil? Firefly, <laughs> agree. Firefly agrees with this me. This wasn't as last minute as last week's notification. But, yeah. <laughs> our our banners, our banners, we they're not follow the bouncing ball quality. They are not. <laughs> you know. Follow the bouncing crotch. Right. I, maybe I can, I can turn it into a scroller. There we go. That's, 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 that's not. Uh, we have the technology. We can make it better. It's, we we can we can try and figure that out. <laughs> I'll turn this into a sing along. Uh, Matt, Matt Rubin with the important question: What in the great flying hell happened tonight? Good question. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that guy was right to leave to find a Batman podcast. We, we warned you. <laughs> beginning this was a long week there's going to be a lot of decompression going on this tuesday night and i hope everybody's ready for for perhaps the more uh disconnected side of, of gi joe podcasting i mean it's some might call it unhinged it's 9 35 and we're halfway through the calendar so. <laughs> I, I mean that, that means we're moving ahead of schedule ah, yeah. that's true it's, we're flying uh, by Craig Cohan notes that the dino is from steubenville ohio he sure was that's the that. neighborhood of gerard not really, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm sure it's closer than we are. Right, it's it's closer to Gerard than like Las Vegas. Absorbids ask, "What's happening?" Which is or what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, which is an odd question to come from the guy that created most of the starters for the community calendar. Yeah, I mean that's that's it's the flashbacks. They are warned you, you they'd come. Are you blaming us for making it weird? Like, come on. <laughs> that's that's perhaps what? the most ironic member of the audience to 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 ask that question. <laughs> and hey, we mentioned it just a second ago, but it's time to get the DFW GI Joe and Action Figure Show for 2023 into the community calendar. That's happening Saturday, June 24th. Um best place to get information on this one is their Facebook page, uh, where this graphic was shamelessly swiped from. I think Captain Kirk is trying to check out Scarlet with his side eye. Right. I'm of sure course he, he is. Yeah, I mean, it's Kirk, man. Dude, that's a good Kirk sculpt. Just saying. And, you know, He-Man seems a little bit more in, in color there. Do you want to claim him again, Mark? Or? <laughs> I, I didn't want to claim him in the first place, but I don't, I don't get to pick. <laughs> I do like the Scarlet's right-handed, though. Hey. All right, Diana Davis notes that Scarlet is about to twang an arrow into Kirk's head. He probably had it coming. Yeah, he probably he's did. not wearing a red shirt. He's fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. Deadpool, yeah, though. Right. 
Uh, Bart notes that Rob got the crap square tonight, always getting blocked. Well, sorry. Somebody's got to get it. I mean, we I'm could. Just, put, they stuck me just to the left of Paul Williams. We, we could put Phil down there, but he is he is a guest. He is mm. a guest. Rob got the spot of honor right under He-Man's armpit. There yeah. you go. <laughs> close to his furry shorts. I mean, those could aren't shorts. I call that the Mike Wazowski spot. They could, right. they could just not be shorts. Those aren't shorts. That's just growth. Oh. Well, now that we've sickened everyone, right. as our as our viewer count just drops. <laughs> what are we down to? About six. Got a whole new crew on now. The six people that left the room. Yeah, those are the ones that are still on. It's a new record. <laughs> Again, uh, we'll, we'll uh, be sure to check this one out on Facebook. Um, they will get you all the details, all the guests, all the happening, all the do's and the don'ts. And the, 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 I, I believe parking is free as this is a quality show. Hmm. I want to get out to this one at some point. These guys, you know, it's like they've been doing this for 10 years or more. I feel like I have an obligation to, to at least make it to some of these long-standing regional shows. Yeah, that's right. Doug Dello notes that Pixel Dan will be there. Oh, how about so that? Rudat will be there as well. So that that's two right off of the bat. Last we heard, Ron Rudat was about two months into quitting smoking. Good for him. So he'll be he'll be hitting you up for nicotine gum, right? Or he <laughs> might be he might be real punchy. And normally he's a real nice guy. So approaching. <laughs> Arms will just be covered in those patches. Right. Approach accordingly. Wearing them around his waist like some kind of belt. If you go up to Ron's table and he's behind there looking wild-eyed going, come at me, bro. That's <laughs> Don't come at him. <laughs> just just hand, him, hand him a gum. Yep. Maybe some lollipops like Kojak. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? Anywho. And that's it for Calendar. All right. I've lost all my buttons. Hang on. Here we oh, go. Boy. Out of there. Just I'm push glad. everything. That's what I do. I got <laughs> brains. This, this, I can always tell when the battery is running low on this mouse uh, because it turns every click into a double click. And so it just, I, like, I, I click once and it just all... Just every, but yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those nights. Boy, the... <laughs> the the podcasting big time talent scouts picked the wrong night to visit tonight. Right, come back next <laughs> week. We never cared what they thought, and clearly they've never cared what we thought because you know. Dig it. I do love that one with the little chicken nuggets. <laughs> I think the podcast scouts were here last week around 1030. They were like, where the hell is the show? No, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks? Two weeks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Last week we did two hours with Phil, remember? Oh, that's right. I know it feels like we just did that. And I just, look at that as, I just look at that as part one. Right. <laughs> It's a mid-season cliffhanger. <laughs> Remember that email address, what's on at gmail.com. If you've got a show that you want us to plug in your area, hit us up. We're, we're more than happy to get it on there and slap a psychedelic opening to it. 
Uh, big thanks for catching us on YouTube tonight. Be sure to remember to like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we always appreciate that sort of thing. If you're watching us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. Um, we've gotten we've gotten three little huggy guys out of our seven reactions. So that, that's um, hold on. Let me do the Steiner math on that. That's about seventy five percent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Same as the number of redheads. <laughs> What could that mean? And, uh, math. <laughs> if you're catching us on your on on our our audio home at Podbean uh, or wherever podcasts are are provided, uh, thank you too. Uh, please just make sure you take a second and, and subscribe to us over on YouTube. That's that's where we can make sure that you're getting counted uh, and all that other good stuff. Uh, plus, uh, you know our other social media is down in the box below. Be sure you're following us all over the place. Because uh, sometimes we'll do stuff in one place and not in another. Sometimes I'm lazy. Uh, that's how that works. Sometimes we do surveys and polls and and things and uh, on our on our YouTube page, or maybe on Twitter, or maybe on on Instagram. I don't. Do we do polls? Is there polls on? I don't think there's polls on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we do, we do all kinds of weird stuff on uh, on all the other social medias too. So be sure to check us out uh, in all the spots listed down below, uh, including coffee. If you got a couple bucks every month and you want to see the the uh, production values on our two-bit slime show improve, uh, it's a thought. You know there's polls on Instagram because we're huge in Krakow. Oh, that's right. I don't know if that was in Instagram, though. Wasn't, wasn't our Polish audience? I don't know. Uh, I'd have to go check. It might have been, might have been YouTube. might have been YouTube with our Polish audience. Thinking's hard tonight. Right. I... I don't I don't mean to alarm Phil, but it seems like Zorana is moving closer to him as the show goes on. Just thought I'd make a note of that. Yeah. Normal happens. It's like one of those kooky cat videos, right? Every time you come it's around like the couch, Marbles cat's from Seinfeld. Mm, just saying. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, Craig Cohan notes that we need another definitive Joe mm -hmm. list soon. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's 1990. Will be the next one. It's probably not going to be for a few weeks though, because we got we got Yojo June coming up. So yeah, um, at least we think we do. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, there is a there are some notes coming that that maybe put a little bit of definition on that calendar. Can't wait till we get to the top Joes of 1996. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> uh, Joe Mantegna. Right, I think, I think he was gone by then, wasn't he? Wasn't he in the, wasn't that the Chiefs years? No, no I think he was gone, gone by, by then. then. Yeah. Oh, we're finished by then. Joe Montana didn't play till the age of 61 like some of the guys today. Yeah, he could today, though. Jeez. Probably. You trot out there in his sketchers, he'd probably look okay. With a flak jacket. Can't tackle this guy. <laughs> He'll break a hip. Yeah. Right. No, he's just not allowed anymore. Man. So, you know, you never know when cranky old man Mark is going to go to mm -hmm. the sports desk. Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Joe Barry Carroll, anybody else? Look, that guy already lost two years to Leonard Marshall, pounding him into the sand in the NFC Championship game. So, I, I, Joe Montana lost enough. 1990. How about Joe Girardi hitting a triple off Greg Maddox in the World Series, baby? There you go. Joey Jojo Shabadoo. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> what do you say we get to the news? Yeah.
And for the second straight week, our first news item is a sad news item. Oh, man. As uh, Ray Stevenson, the actor who was uh, a bright spot of G.I. Joe retaliation as Firefly passed away this week. He was in Italy, presumably on vacation. He was just weeks short of his 59th birthday. Uh, so certainly gone too soon. Uh, I've got uh, I've got uh, Variety pulled up here. And this is uh, Ray Stevenson, the Irish actor who starred in films like Punisher Warzone, King Arthur, the four films and shows like HBO's Rome and the upcoming Ahsoka series died Sunday in Italy. Variety confirmed with his publicist he was 58. No cause of death was available. Uh, born in Northern Ireland on May 25th, 1964, Stevenson began his career appearing on TV shows in the 90s, then began landing action roles in Hollywood films starting in the 2000s. His first major film role came in Antoine Fuqua's 2004 adventure movie, King Arthur, where he played Dagonet, uh, one, of the nets of, one of the knights of the round table. In the film, his character sacrifices himself in battle to help Arthur uh, and his brotherhood of warriors. Uh, in 2008, Stevenson landed a starring role in the Marvel film Punisher Warzone, where he played the titular mercenary, a.k.a. Frank Castle. Uh, the film was distributed by Lionsgate North America before Disney acquired the rights to the Marvel Universe and later reintroduced the character in Netflix's Daredevil. Uh, Stevenson was the third actor to portray the Punisher on screen, following Dolph Lundgren and Thomas Jane, uh, and etc., etc. John Berthel later took up the mantle of Netflix's Daredevil and The Punisher shows. Uh, in the 2010, Stevenson appeared in action movies like Book of Eli, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Three Musketeers, and franchises like Marvel's Thor and Lionsgate Divergence Adaptation. Uh, in the second Marvel outing, Stevenson played the Asgardian hero Volstagg, one of the Warriors Three who were allies to Chris Hemsworth's Thor. Um, he appeared in the first three Thor movies before being struck down by Kate Blanchett's villain Hela in Thor Ragnarok. And then it goes on from there. Uh, so very sad, very uh, unfortunate passing there. Uh, I I would dare call him the best movie Punisher. I think that's that's fair to say. Uh, maybe got the worst. Movie, maybe got the worst movie out of the three, but probably the best. Nah. Movie Punisher Warzone was god awful. Yeah, he, 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 it was a bad movie. But he was. But I remember walking out of it with my brother, going, "That guy won the bad Frank." Wasn't no. Frank's fault. Yeah. Right. Right. It was not a not an acting problem in that movie. Nope. It was, was a script. Uh, it was Punisher. The only thing that can the only thing that can stop the Punisher is a bad script. Ooh. It stopped him a few times. Right. right. It's his nemesis, apparently. Phil, your favorite Ray Stevenson movie. Oh, um, you know, probably retaliation. Uh even though he was Volstagg, he didn't get to do a whole lot as Volstagg. And Especially not never... after that first movie. <laughs> Ragnarok and he got like 30 seconds screen time. Uh, never saw Punisher Warzone or any of the Divergent films. So, you know, I've seen him more in Rome than I've seen him in anything else. Yeah, good role in Rome. Racktime Rob, you have any thoughts on Ray Stevenson's film work? What's your favorite? Uh, I mean, out of the stuff I've seen, it's, pro it's probably Retaliation. And I haven't seen a lot. I got to confess. Right. He he maybe got his best spotlight in in yeah. and in fairness to it all. Like he he had uh, he had roles in many of these movies, but uh, his his turn as Firefly was really one where he got yeah. to do a little character building. He didn't get to do that very often. I mean, his Firefly was I I think you know not so much the stealthy saboteur, but a little bit more of a demolitions guy. 
Right, right. It was it was a different take. It was not yeah. the comic book take, but he he did well with it and made it work. Mark, any thoughts? Just I like the idea that you know, so often in Joe movies or in any kind of, of IP that we treasure that gets the big screen treatment, if it's different from what we expect, fans pretty much don't like it. And so I gave him a lot of credit for having his, I don't know about his own spin, but the spin on Firefly was different, but he pulled it off, right? Yeah. People, people you know, there's lots of things to complain about here and there about retaliation, but no one complains about Firefly. It was really, really compelling. So right. pretty cool. Good work. All right. Next news item. Hey, congratulations to the guys at After Action Report. Hey. After like a six-month funding period interrupted <laughs> by a long pause, uh, we can finally tell say that finally report that this is done and funded. And the man files volume one uh is is Able to be completed. Good one. That was a, that was that was uh that was an epic. That's a long Kickstarter. Yeah. If you need to find out more of the details, uh, we did uh, we, we got a couple special editions out last week. They're not going to do you a whole lot of good now because uh, the the funding period is closed. But if you want to figure out what you what you're getting or what you're missing, they're right there for you. Uh, killing our viewing stats, but whatever we do, we we do this to help people. Mm -hmm. We're community builders. We are not influencers. We we are here for fun. And uh, Diana Davis notes that thank God I want that book. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Well, you're getting it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Even though Duke was conspicuously left out of of some of the promotional art. Hmm. Of course, he was also in the sample pages, but you know. <laughs> All right. uh, and uh, Jeff Butler notes that uh, he's bummed he's missed <clears throat> on board this one due to that uh, that pause. So I'm assuming it'll be offered with volume two later this year. Well, Jeff Butler, we told you as soon as it came back on. Come not on, our, man. not our fault. Come on, man. Be a fan. Anyway, help us help you. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, it's, uh, there's there's no no animosity there. Maybe a little bit. Yet. <laughs> yeah, give it some time. <laughs> we'll work our way a little bit. We'll work our way onto the crap list somehow. <laughs> you you leave Jeff Butler alone. He's good people. He helps out with community calendar stuff. He does quite a bit. Anyways, uh, so congratulations to Greg. And to Josh and to Roger and to Hawk and everybody else who's uh, involved in action after action report. Good job, gents. We look forward to getting this one in our hands. We look forward to helping you plug volume two and all that other good stuff. Next news item. Do, 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 do. There we go. Hey, Legends of the Hidden Force continues. 68% uh, funded. Still open for a couple of weeks. Uh, be sure to get on over to Kickstarter for this one. Uh, check it out. Uh, pull up all the details. It is uh, uh, the figures that you see in the campaign now. Uh, we did cover it when we had Darren on the show a few weeks back. Uh, it is a little bit of a more streamlined campaign this time around. It is easier to go all in. There's fewer figures. I think they just kicked a few back for wave two later on uh, whenever that happens. Uh, so please do yourself a favor. Check this one out if you like ninjas and stuff. 
And this is a G.I. Joe show, so you guys probably like ninjas and stuff. Uh, funds initially at $35,000 uh, with these figures that are shown on screen. That is Shinobi, uh, Tarashi, the main bad guy, Master Obake, and the Kion Shii, which are the bad guy troop builders. Uh, search Legends of the Hidden Force on Kickstarter for full details and stretch goals. Uh, we're in the process of figuring out when we're going to get Darren back on the show to talk about the new campaign. Probably be another special edition. You could even say there's a force of ninjas in this Kickstarter. I'm not sure. They appear to be hidden. Oh, no. <laughs> he had it coming. Oh, he's back. Thank now you. Phil gets the bottom square. Right? <laughs> Boy, Ragtime Rob played that perfect. He got out of jail. Oh. Just buying my time. <laughs> Means I got to watch my mouth. Because I think I know what happens if I get banned. Right. <laughs> but uh, there's something going on in the chat window right now. Right now, Jeff Butler's getting his door kicked in musically by Hans Chow, uh, followed by a sick guitar riff from Hans Chow. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on over there? I, All right. I lose track of the live chat a couple times an episode, and this is a. You got to go back to 652. That's the same. Did I get this on 362? <laughs> or on the Batman the Animated Series podcast? No, no. <laughs> Jackass. Right. You realize we could probably put together a pretty sick Batman the Animated Series podcast. Mm. Mostly because we have Racktime Rob, who is um, practically like he is a walking Batman podcast just on his own. He is the mask of the phantasm. Right. Like if we ever we ever branch out. Is it girl? (laughs) Spoiler! (laughs) You bastard. He's David the lady? Andrea? <laughs> but if you ever if, if what's on Joe Mind 2 ever happens, you know, that's, that's probably what we're gonna lead off with. Racktime nonsensible Batman ramblings. If you had Dana Delaney as your you know, on your bingo card tonight, good on you. Now we gotta start talking about Lois Lane so you get two squares. You got some right. look, man. The what's on Joe Mind bingo card is is always a varied prospect isn't it dana delaney can get on my bingo card right well she was in uh last exit to eden (laughs) i better go with china beach i meant recently phil i meant recently i was (laughs) say i just saw her in something and it was tulsa thank you so good lord everybody relax you bring up dana delaney and everything goes to hell right (laughs) Quality Girl? actress, damn it. Girl? Girl. <laughs> I don't know bringing up Kevin Conroy and then everybody getting sad. <laughs> like you bring him these See, down, now you just did you know? it. Good room. Way to go, Phil. Yeah. He earned yeah. that one. That's what you get, Playboy. <laughs> Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, also on Kickstarter, while you're there. Uh, be sure to check out my Palatoy story. This is from Bob Brecken, who was the lead designer of Boys Toys at Palatoy in the late 70s and early 80s, and perhaps the nicest human being on the planet. Uh, but Bob is a wealth of information. Uh, he is sharp as a tack, remembers all of this stuff. If you have, if you're if you're interested in the action force side of things, the Palatoy side of things, uh, Bob is Bob is your guy. Um 
he is absolutely the way to go. And and our our old friend Brian Hickey did the visuals in the book. Uh, so that's another reason. Uh, that's another what's on Joe Mind connection. Um, please check this one out. Uh, off to a good start. It's uh, it's I think forty something thousand to. It's always tough with that European conversion. Forty uh, something thousand to to fund. It's already a third of the way there. It's only been going for a couple of days. Uh, so be sure to to uh, to get that done. Look at it. See all the cool action man, action force stuff from from Bob and crew, as well as a wealth of other uh, toy lines that were developed over in the UK. Plus a big popcorn holder there. In the yeah. Top yeah. <laughs> I got one of those. No big deal. <laughs> Any thoughts? I, I realize now that I'm the only one who's met Bob. Who did Bob beat in the nicest man in the world tournament? Uh, nobody on this show. That's true. Yeah. I was looking for self Bob. I know we're ineligible. Right. Like the, my first experience with, with Bob Brecken, to give you an idea. I, I'm over at Rollout Roll Call in 2014, and um, I haven't even I haven't even met him yet. I haven't even said hello to him yet. And he bought me French fries. Ooh, that's an open. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Bob. So we made sure we we kept track of Bob because although he fries. he called them chips, chips. He did. He did call them chips. But no, nice, nice, just the nicest man. You could you could possibly meet. Always has times for fan gets fans gets out to as many of the shows as he can over there. Uh, just just a wonderful human being. I'm glad he got this story down on paper. Good good project, good dude. Go back it. Mm -hmm. Next news item. Do do do. Uh, meanwhile, in Entertainment Earth's drop zone. Well, a couple of unexpected announcements. In, in uh, on that section of their website. Uh, looks like they're going to have some G.I. Joe product showing up Wednesday, June 14th at 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Pacific, and then again on Wednesday, June 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific. <clears throat> These are times that coincide with the normal 1 p.m. release time for Hasbro Pulse stuff. So I, I think what we can discern from this information is that be ready for some some... Hasbro Pulse live streams on Wednesday, June 14th, and Wednesday, June 21st. And they're not exclusives. Unless right. they're Entertainment Earth exclusives. Right. Right. Well, I, I wish, exclusive could be. Which is <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Given given our 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 pattern to this point, but you can't mm -hmm. rule it out. But uh yeah. And Mark, which shows is it that you're gonna be gone for next month? Uh 13th and 20th. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. They they knew. Daddy, Daddy needs a vacation. I no, dude. I, I no one begrudges you. Yeah. What? Uh, where are you going? Well, usually I'm like, oh, we're going to you know Disney World, or we're going to Bend, or going back to Phoenix. No, dude, we're going to Rome and Athens. Nice. Wow. So I am digging it. Yeah. I'm not packing your toga. I should right. I'll buy one there. I want one that's authentic. So, yeah, oh, yeah, but I need a toga with full body coverage, right? Like, right. <laughs> I want to feel the breeze, huh? That whole exposed shoulder thing that's one shoulder too many to have exposed. Right. You, so. need, you need a yoga with like a, a full beach umbrella mount, yeah. I need pretty much a muumuu. That's my kind of my kind of toga. So. Gotta go with the zero mustel, yeah. 
So, but no, we're look, really looking forward to that. I don't have a lot of, I'm not a huge travel guy. Like I, I like traveling, but there aren't that many places in the world where I'm like, God, I really wish I could, I could visit there. But, but Rome and Greece are two, two on the list. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right. We demand photos. Oh yeah. I'll send some to you, to my kids, to my wife. You know, they can all right. enjoy, <laughs> enjoy seeing me, the bronze God. Yeah. Right. We, we, need, we need pictures of you uh, at the Parthenon so we can superimpose pictures of, of G.I. Joe toys on it. Yeah, with little wings on my feet evoking Hermes or right. Mercury. Screw you, Namor. Rip off. Namor. Yes. Namor. <laughs> More like Lamor. That's good. <laughs> Aquaman got his own movie. You got you got to be a throw-in at a Black Panther sequel. Right. You got to be a, you got to be a villain who got his butt kicked. The figure six pack notes that the Joes and Sergeant Slaughter had gone to Greece in an episode. That's a that's not a good episode. That is not a good episode. GI Joe and the Golden Fleece is whew. like, hey, did who let Deacon here? <laughs> yeah, but uh, fun all the same. At least at least we got to you know characters that we cared about, and not ambush and sick kids. Sick kids all over that one. <laughs> that's a shout out to to Jim Sorensen. Oh God! That was uh, that was that was Facebook this week with Jim Sorensen. That was I. He and I, you know, we were friends on Facebook, and somebody made a comment of he moved to Burbank, and that was something that happened like ten years ago. And this whoever it is, this person just comments on it with congratulations, and then <laughs> Jim's entire world starts commenting congrats. And Jim and every one of them, he's like, that was uh, two thousand eight. Check the date, people. Two thousand eight. <laughs> I believe he's been in New Mexico for like eight <laughs> years now, but you know, whatever. Did we had a we had a bit like that at Hasbro where someone replied all to a company wide email, <laughs> and it wouldn't die like all day. Like people were getting so pissed off, and I instead turned up my uh, sound so everybody could hear my computer go boom, boom. And just when you thought it would die, somebody would go. I don't know if you know, but this is an all-company email. Please remove me from this list. Reply all. Boom. Everybody got one. <laughs> Finally, right before lunch, somebody somebody from higher up was like, stop reply <laughs> to the email. That's so how they'll good. go away. Hold whole morning of completely lost productivity. Most people were mad about it. I just wanted popcorn. It was great. <laughs> You sent that first email. Didn't that, you? that that happens. Right. That happens every once in a while where I work too. It's it's kind of amusing. And remember, Rob's an educator, yeah. right? Just when you thought it would die, like ten minutes would go by, and then somebody would go, "What is this?" Boom! Boom! Everybody gets it. Ah, you'd hear people. <laughs> so, and at Hasbro, very few of the offices or or cubicles or whatever you want to call them, very few of them have ceilings. They're almost all open air. So whenever right. somebody was frustrated by the new email, you could hear them <laughs> in their oh, cube go, or go, God damn it. <laughs> oh, couple people giggling. God, that was a good day. <laughs> the live version of Office Space there. So oh, jeez. boom. Oh, goodness. Sorry, getting getting caught up in the live chat here. 
One time at McFarland Toys, uh, when a girl was in a meeting, we turned her email notification to Ric Flair's woo and then turned and then put her speakers up to like 50. (laughs) (laughs) So good. She came back. She's just sitting at her desk. We liked her. She was a friend. So we weren't picking on her because we didn't like her. We picked on her because we didn't like her. And then we were like, somebody sent her a message. Somebody sent her. No, 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 no. There'll be a giveaway if we send her a message and then just waited for it and then went off like a Ric Flair hand grenade. It was incredible. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh. Craig Cohen knows that uh, what's on Joe Mind is my happy place. Well, good. We appreciate that. Remember to remember to ask us who we prefer, Duke, Duke or Flint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get into that debate quick enough for somebody. Yeah. He's watching Batman now. So he's wondering yeah. who's better, Robin or Nightwing. Yeah. Rob Wing. That's that sounds like oh he's gone. That sounds like <laughs> Ragtime Rob's alter ego when he's fighting right. crime. Right. That's it's Rob Wing. Yeah. Rob Wing. He's the guy who stands stands on the corner and notes that hey, this is just like what happened in Batman 427, published in 1982. Well, actually, Batman 427 was published in 1988. And it was during during the death of the family storyline. It was Jason Todd's last moments of life. I'm going to have that, actually. (laughs) Right? We need need to give him a second to cool down. Jason Todd wasn't, didn't, uh, I'm probably wrong. Didn't Jason Todd become the Red Hood or something like that? At some point, he came back from the dead. And yeah, it's it's, shocking. It's terrible. It's shocking. It's, you you want to you want to know how to how to clean right, what issue number was it? <laughs> Phil, he's he's right. You don't have to double check it. Trust me on this. Oh no, he's correct. I'll take useless Batman trivia for eight hundred, Alex. Next news yeah, item. Do, 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 do. Yeah, he's just he's right. Okay, just stop, Phil. He's right. <laughs> Phil can't let it go, but he's you gonna- know I'm right, Phil. He's just going to be disappointed. This, is, this isn't just comic trivia. I'm trying trivia. to confirm it to show this, how right you were. This isn't comic trivia. This is Batman comic trivia. Put your book away, Junior. I just like how – I just think it's funny he's got the trade paperback. I got the real issues. Right. Well, I'm going to keep real issues on a bookshelf. You can't see any of them from the side. Anyways, the sexy <laughs> bastard on this screen is me. But the other one is Brandon Jerwa, who is a former Devil's Due G.I. Joe author uh, and currently at Atomic Arcade as the senior narrative designer for the upcoming Snake Eyes video game. And there is a a brand new full-length article with him at AtomicArcade.com. Be sure to go check that out. Give Brandon some love. Uh, He's a good dude. He's a former guest of our show, uh, so he's a pal. Um, Yeah. Yeah, just check that out. Uh, I I look forward to this because uh, finally we've got a, a video game in development that was that's being done by somebody who knows the property. Yep. Wow. God forbid, right? I mean, ask and ye shall receive. Well, here it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll one day they'll do that with a movie. Right. It was it was already good news, but even better once they put that crap movie out last year. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we we complain that uh, there isn't enough being done by people who understand GI Joe. Let's make sure that we support this mm-hmm. because it's being spearheaded by somebody who knows G.I. Joe. 
senior narrative designer and uh, a canon exorcist. I right. Think. Dare I say the second best writer G.I. Joe ever had. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's fair and, and extremely complimentary. Uh, Jeff Butler asks, uh, how happy was I with that G.I. Joe frontline comic story he wrote with Flash and Beachhead? I think the first two issues of that are fantastic. And those, not surprisingly, are the two issues that have Flash and Beachhead. And then it kind of segues off into the the second half, like the order half of Law and Order. Uh, And it lost me a little bit in that second half. But those first two issues with the action, fantastic. I thought Sam Watterson was an interesting, uh, you know, guest star. (laughs) He was. Uh, Matt Rubin notes this is the first he's heard of a new G.I. Joe game. Dude, we told you. Were you new here? Come on now. We told you. We may not have made a big deal about it. But anyways, uh, head over to Atomic Arcade, and Brandon Jer will tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Matt Rubin's better than that. Come on. Quit picking on Matt. No, I'm just saying. I'm giving he, him pub. He, I expect, I expect more bills. from him. <laughs> Diana Davis notes that Brandon better come to our house to roast marshmallows in the backyard. We're heading to his apartment to do it in his living room. And I would say that based on what I can read on Facebook, there might already be transients doing that in Brandon's living room as it is. Yeah, you better stay clear of Mutant Alley. Right. So, so it's, uh, Mutant Alley. It's, a, it's an adventure at Brandon Jerwa's apartment. So It's got Mortlocks hanging out there. What's going on? Something like, nice. something like yeah. They have a king. And they voted on it. So yes, it's, he's an interesting follow on uh, on Facebook. That's for certain. I also I also dig his uh, his amp radio playlist. So good deal. Uh, Diana notes that you can get to his place without hitting the freeways, which is really? good. The one hundred and five is jammed. Yeah, how would you get there, Diana? It's jammed. Diana says, "Well, you would take you would take Duke Street and never get off." <laughs> I kid, I kid. We kid, we kid. Yeah, uh-huh. kid. Oh, it's a very nice. It's a very good. His <laughs> his joke is funny. <laughs> oh, we lost Mike. Everyone laughs. Roll on snare drum. That's <laughs> Burbank, so it's probably Buena Vista Street. <laughs> it's not that Buena Vista. Oh my God. But how, hey, wait a minute. Ironically named. Bur- Burbank is, is, I thought Burbank was the airport you're supposed to fly into because LAX is jammed. I mean, without the fries that's there anymore, what, what point is there in Burbank? Look, Phil, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to buy discount electronics. I'm trying to travel. That was the one that had the UFO crashed into it. Nope. Uh, Andrew Galgan, I came in late right into a <laughs> See y'all next week. Well, yeah. glad we could accommodate that at least. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not special. That was the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Come back for round three. Uh, David Allen calling me out. I never revealed what my favorite 2000s version of Beachhead was or is. And you know what? I still, I apologize, David. I have not done the homework still. So I'm, look, I'm, I'm finding a piece of scratch paper, an envelope. And I am writing it down for this coming week. Usually the answer comes out of the envelope. Big marker. Writing it down. I apologize. Favorite. Favorite new sculpt beachhead. 
Mallor versus Venom. <laughs> right there. Favorite 2000s BJ. Mm. There. We'll get it next time. I promise. Or I'll Venmo you Venmo you a dollar. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, Hasbro uh, Burbank Airport is across the street from Hasbro West. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've been there. I've been there. You've been to the Burbank Airport? I well, no, I've been to Hasbro West. I know a couple. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> I used to. Know. I used not to. Know guys. I, knew, I used to I knew, know a guy at Hasbro West. He's he's not there anymore. Yeah, I knew a couple. I knew a couple of guys. That's where Tombstone got his uh, scar. Was at Hasbro West. It was in Hasbro West, right? Yep. That's uh, why they're not there anymore. Right. Uh, Andrew Galgan notes uh, dark delicacies and the Burbank AMC. Well, okay. Okay. Fun fact, the nice. Burbank Air AMC is where I saw the Rise of Cobra. Oh, yeah. uh, Bart asks, which classified beachhead is my favorite, blue or brown <laughs> eyes? I'm going to go with blue because that's the one that Mark sent me for free. Mm-hmm. Funny funny story. When those were really hard to find, I got two. And I'm like, well, I know who the other one's going to. And then I pulled them out and I'm like, whoa, they got different colored eyes. So I gave Mike his choice. And he was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't care. Boom. He got the blue. I got the blue. Everybody knows the original beachhead, if you want to go by canon, had black eyes. You had a dot. <laughs> uh, that is correct. I can confirm. That is that is spot on. Which is a lot better than like Topside, who had yellow eyes. God help me, yellow eyes. That he sucks. needed more <laughs> citrus in his diet. He's on that boat for too long. I thought that <laughs> he had scurvy. I'm not. Uh, you guys probably know. I'm not going to call out the designer that did that or the marketer that let that happen. But you should have fought for one more paint up. Right, that, that looks awful. so many times with redheads across the line. So the red, the red, but the yellow, the, like, the red. There's usually some element of brown that yeah. you can get by, right? Like you can you can sneak by on that one, but the yellow was perhaps a bit much. Yeah, it was a bit atrocious. Uh, meanwhile, at Hasbro Pulse, well, next news item. Do do do. All right. We got more of those uh, decrypted messages, and and I'm sure everybody's seen it by now because I think this happened last Tuesday, last Wednesday. So there's been a full week for everybody to read that. We'll let everybody read it on their own. But what's got everybody uh, speculating is is that last picture that, uh, as you can see, the arrow pointing there, um, and the 24. Um, and what is what does that 24 mean? I guess is the question. Popular speculation has been that it's somehow connected to the 24 that you can see there and the inlet that is just below the propeller on the dragonfly, mm-hmm. which is why we had Wild Bill in our thumbnail. Uh, because what that uh, what this message did do was confirm that there is another GI <clears throat> Joe Haslab coming. So you know, best best kept secret. Ha ha ha. Uh, we kind of figured that was coming. When you have a very successful three and three quarter. Uh, uh, Haslab, and then you follow up with a record-breaking classified Haslab. Yeah, there's going to be another one coming as soon as they can get one done. Mm-hmm. So you know, sure. Uh, but um, 
that that speaks the red the the language of cash registers. But then, uh, so that twenty four that that's what folks are are gravitating towards is that that one solitary decal that is on the dragonfly. And you know, with what we've heard from from our fan, uh, from Michael Kleppinger over at the uh, GI Joe three D Printing Podcast about this this mold and and existing or these these designs existing. Uh, I think we have to put the dragonfly on the table of betting favorites. Mm-hmm. Discussion, gentlemen. Phil, you're our guest. You start. Well, not to you know deflate the balloon here, but they could also just mean 2024 is when it'll come out. <laughs> that that is the other <laughs> yes the other <laughs> avenue. Yeah, it could just be the year <clears throat> when this project inevitably sees fruition. You're bringing me down, Phil. That's, that's what I do. Man. It's the second time this, this broadcast. Voice, but, of re- voice of reason sucks. But I dare say that if, if that were the case, it, <laughs> I, I mean, 2024 is not too much to put on a file folder. Um, but, uh, it, it, so our betting favorite going into all this, we, we've been saying vamp, 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 vamp for about a, about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we still have to consider the vamp. But uh, percent-wise, what would you say what would you say this dragonfly comes at? Like, what percent chance is it that a dragonfly is the next HasLab, uh, Phil? I'd say it's a pretty good chance. I mean, honestly, aside from holding two figures, uh, the vamp isn't very complex. So scaling that up to a six-inch scale, it'll be large, but it'll largely just be, you know, long. It won't be terribly tall. It won't it really won't be really wide. So it seems like it's something that'd be doable scale-wise. Yeah. I mean it it's gonna be extremely long. But... <laughs> but you could also have the tail end pop off and sit under it in the package, so it wouldn't be mm-hmm. that terrible to ship again. That's what she said. <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I'm still holding my breath for an 83 headquarters with a working, you know, mess hall and quarters. No, Phil, uh, percentage-wise, what do you say this, what do you think of, of the dragonfly? What what percent chance do you think we've got of seeing a dragonfly? Uh, let's go, like, 33%. One in three. Okay. All right. Rack time, Rob, same question. I'm going to go 40%. Who's scratching? Not me. I don't know. Damn it, Phil. <laughs> Pick on the new guy. It was Zorana. <laughs> uh, 50% chance vamp. 30% uh, dragonfly. 20% wild card bitches. Who knows? But but seriously, the the dragonfly, once you crack the tail off, right? And uh, split the rotors off so they're individual pieces that snap in. Some well, they'll secure better than that. This wouldn't be that big, right? If they if if this is what they're actually doing, it's pretty creative. I give them some credit for it because it's a larger vehicle than anybody thought we'd ever get for classified. Right. Right. So now I don't think we'll get anything else 
this size because I think this is like the only the only thing this overall size that possibly feasibly works. But it's certainly the the only I'd call it deluxe vehicle that breaks down easy enough to ship it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but and it's think how crazy hollow it is, right? Like there's not that much actual plastic involved. It's just an exoskeleton, pretty much. But uh, Michael Gene Fleming uh, makes notes. I fear it would be far too big for any easy display. Agreed. And in 20 years, the rotor droop is going to be something horrible. I, I don't know if that's going to be as much of a problem. Uh, let's keep in mind, too, that the, in 1983, those rotors were designed to pass all kinds of drop tests and safety inspections. And HasLab One isn't going to have to worry about that because it's an adult collectible. So mm -hmm. the rotors will be made out of sterner stuff than the stuff that, that the original was made out of for certain. And I wouldn't expect it to have the gearing to make the, the rotor spin, so it wouldn't have to deal with the stress of that over the years, too. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's certainly not mechanically. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure that they will spin because people <laughs> want to. If you have a toy helicopter and the rotor doesn't spin, you have you have a bad helicopter. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but certainly not. It's not going to go at the at the speed that that old thumb button on the '83 Dragonfly used to used to be able to really whip that thing around. Mm. Um, That's what she said. When she filled out the police report. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God, I'm so tired. But <laughs> anyhow, um, I, I think your numbers are, are I, I, I would reverse your numbers, Mark. Okay. I would put this one at 50%. I put the vamp at 30%. Um, I still it's, say that it's possible that uh, something <clears> like <throat> a, a beefed up dragonfly or rather a beefed up skyhawk or armadillo mm -hmm. might be in there. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, I think this is, this is our new favorite in the clubhouse. Yeah. But um, as far as who's going to come with it, well, I mean, clearly wild bill is, that he's has to, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. um, that's an interesting choice because I think Wild Bill would sell well enough on his own. Uh, yeah, but you can't have this thing come with anybody else, right? Right. I, it would be, I, you know, what would work for me is if it came with a different, different take than version one Wild Bill. Like if it came with Teddy Roosevelt version two Wild Bill, that would be pretty neat. Um, or God forbid, Sunbow Wild Bill. Or maybe that's the one they throw on this. Or maybe that's the one that they do general release because more people are familiar with that wild bill. Right, right. So, but something along those lines. Well, uh, the uh, the hiss came with a classic Cobra <laughs> Commander, so maybe this would be more of a classic wild bill, more toy design wild bill, while general release would be more of a modern right. helicopter pilot wild bill. I guess, I guess what you guys are thinking. That's pretty cool. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Walter McLeod going off book. He says it's a shark. It's oh. a shark. Okay. It can fly. <laughs> with, they'll, with, yeah, they'll save money on seats. Right. <laughs> they'll save money on articulation for deep six. Right. Deep, deep six. Wow, with legs. Still only swivels at the shoulders. <laughs> right. They, they upgrade him to. But hey, I doubt there'd be a brutal chest cut. No, it's a good point. Upgrade the, four points of articulation. And call him deep four. 
Well, it might be six because they could, you could get maybe a hip joint on there for the two legs and then the two shoulders. Then you could give them, give them wrists, knees. Oh, the, the six inch scale. Oh, the oh the possibilities. <laughs> hey, Derek's home. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to my welcome to my life. <laughs> it's always so heartwarming. Oh. When our dog, when our dog, dog screams at people who live here coming home. But uh, to speculate further on figures, Andrew Galgan offers up General Hawk. Uh, I think General Hawk is slated for single release in the regular classified line, so I don't, I don't think he's a possibility here. Uh, my impression is that the figures that have been released to us through all of the teases and stuff uh, with, with Hasbro Pulse. Like, that's what the G.I. Joe team is working on. That's not this team. The HasLab team is its own team, and they work in mm -hmm. con conjunction with the G.I. Joe team when they're doing G.I. Joe projects. But that's that's not the list that they're pulling from for these, I don't think. I could be entirely wrong on that, but that's the impression that I get. I think that's actually something that they've said on, like, the live streams. Sure, sure. They've talked mm -hmm. about the His Tank, so... Yeah, but uh, you know the the beginnings of the hiss were before they started doing those leaks too. So it's it's tough to say exactly how it's set up, not being in the room. But um, you know the guys that we haven't heard anything about, I think, are far more likely. I think your airborns and your ripcords and and mm -hmm. those types of characters are 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 much more much more likely to to be. How seen. hilarious would it be if the second figure was a green shirt? Why would that be hilarious? Because it's an army builder you'd have to buy through HasLab. <laughs> well, again, I don't know about hilarious. I think rioting in the proverbial streets would be the, the proper reaction. I'd find it funny, but then that's kind of a, <laughs> but you're kind of a joker sort of funny. I, I like uh, Michael Gene Fleming's got a good pitch here with Doc as the third figure with the stretcher to fit on the skids. Because I'm not sure Doc is a is a mainline release figure. Certainly not a big win. And there's lots of customs of them. You can make Doc out of existing parts pretty easy. I mean, maybe. But, uh, I mean, Super 7 seemed to think Doc was a main release figure. Mm. I think Doc's one of those guys that just surprises it. Like, he's nobody's favorite, but he's, like, everybody likes him. He's the R2-D2? Well, R2-D2 was my favorite. Was he? I just imagine he was cursing all the time. That's how he probably was. Made, made me as fit. Yeah, that runs you, you up my list. You try hanging out with C3PO for 30 I, years. I'd be, I'd be cursing my ass up. <laughs> I say R2. Fuck you. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. <laughs> Blow it out your ass, gold boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Somebody has to have done that on YouTube, right? Something like that. So I asked to have subtitled Angry R2. I mean, just the Family Guy version this way. Right. With yeah, fair enough. Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. So, yeah, um, I think Lifeline's on, on the board, potentially. I think he's... I think Lifeline is a much less viable single release than Doc is. Um, and you can have him come with a lot of similar type stuff. Um but still popular enough to include in this to be, to be, uh, but you know, lifeline was also more of a dragonfly guy. So, or rather more of a tomahawk guy. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they can pull it out of left field and put Sagat 
Ooh. <laughs> All right. Tiger that's, knee. That's quite enough. <laughs> oh, no. He just got Tiger uppercutted right off the show. Oh, my God. Oh. Sagat. He's in G.I. Joe, kind of. I mean, he didn't even go with the cool Street Fighter 2 guys. I mean, he didn't even give us a Zangief or a Blanca. He went Sagat. Or a, Do- or a Dalzim. All about, I'm a, look, Dalzim was the one guy I used to be able to win with at that game. Right. And it would make people so mad. It used to piss them off hard because I didn't. I, I never cared to learn. Oh well, this is this combination <clears throat> makes me do that. No, oh, I'm just out there to to punch and kick and flail around with the. I don't you know, <laughs> too too much work put into that that kind of game. So Dalsim, you I you, I could hit a button and the dude would reach entirely across the screen and throw a punch. Pretty Man, good. I'm in. I'm in. I'm totally in. Uh, Hans Chow notes, uh, Dragonfly, Tigerfly, Sagat confirmed. There we go. So, but, um, yeah, by all means, everybody leave us a comment down below. What, what you, your dream Dragonfly HasLab would include, uh, whatever you want, throw it on there. Lord knows they're not going to do it. They're Hasbro. They, they do their own thing. Uh, but it'll be interesting to hear what you say Yeah, leave a big boy comment down below. We'll appreciate you. That's right. I was the button smasher. That's that's all I could do in those games. I stopped being good at arcade games somewhere around 1980. Yeah, yeah it was it was not good. Like Tetris was kind of my last hurrah. No, I'm reacting to Zerana. Take it over. <laughs> what 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 are you guys talking about? I don't know what we're what, what talking about. I don't know, Phil. I, nothing. We're nothing. Yeah, whatever. Figure out some way. Figure out just figure out some way to you know tell us what hospital you're at after Zorana. You know, uh, cheapest big spender has. That's one of first off. That is a fantastic <laughs> name. Uh, classified firebat. Well, maybe. I don't. I don't. I think they pretty well cemented that GI Joe is getting this one. Yeah. But uh, welcome to the show. Haven't seen that name before, so thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, unlike that other guy. Hans Chow says, my dream Dragonfly HasLab would include a mauler and no Dragonfly. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are commenting that, you know, why is the helicopter going against a tank? That's act- For the Army, that's actually a helicopter's primary job. Right. Tank killer. right. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Helicopters are not air-to-air combat. They are they are air-to-ground. But <laughs> And they're great for paratroopers. He's, <laughs> he's trying to be subtle. Look, yeah. Look, Air- Airborne was never packaged as a paratrooper. He was a helicopter assault trooper. That's true. I mean, even on his card art, he's hanging on a cable, firing his machine gun. He's not He's not parachuting. He's, he's got a parachute, though, right? No, he's got a rucksack. Oh, it's a ruck. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got the same backpack Duke has. No, sh- no. Yeah. yeah. Duke has the same backpack Airborne has. Let's okay. be fair here. Well, it's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. But it's oh, at least, the- hey, at least one person in the chat agrees with you. All right, like that that better not be a parachute. It's got a shovel in the middle of it. <laughs> right? It's, it's that's a in case, Yosemite Sam parachute. No, that's in case it doesn't open. <laughs> it's convenient. Just man, whoever signs him can just throw some dirt on top. <laughs> that's it. It's uh, the Yosemite Sam one. Shovel, pickaxe, plates, frying yeah, pans coming out. Jeremy Kimberlin, Kimberlin, rather. Uh, thank you for tuning in, too. That's another new name. Uh, calling it now retro-carded Flint with pilot headset uh, and alternate head, as we know, Flint's secondary MOS. You know, not a bad not a bad call. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah, don't maybe it's like a cartoon-looking Flint or something. Who yeah, knows? with a, a dark green shirt instead of mm -hmm. a you know, whatever. I'm I'm a sucker for a cheap repaint if it's a good repaint. Mm -hmm. How about uh, Lieutenant Falcon with a second head because he needs it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm a sucker for a bad repaint too. Hey, do you want a uh, Slaughter's Marauders barbecue? Uh, no, I'm not that bad. Uh, not, not that one. Yeah, we got we got him already. We got. Yeah, he's part of my Slaughter's Marauder Party '86. I, <laughs> I'm up to two. I, I opened I opened up some figures last week just to make sure that they were all in one piece and stuff. And then I had to put them back in the box because I had nowhere else to put them. Did you open them up also to make sure you got what you were supposed to get? Yes, <laughs> yes, that was part of. It. I figured I better do that now before it gets so long in the in the rear view that I can't return them. Yep. Uh, Andrew Galgan's uh, classified October Guard Hind with Dana. Let me dream. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, uh, Toy Bounty Hunter says lift ticket co-pilot because we know we're not getting a classified Tomahawk. That's not a bad call. Um, I would think it's possible, though, they may go 25th anniversary. If there's a Skyhawk down the line, lift ticket might be the guy for that. Mm. Um. You don't want to you don't want to blow your whole pilot wad on one vehicle, right? I'm not touching that. <laughs> Walter Plaza says if Haslab is gonna give a helicopter, it should be the Sonic Apache. I'm still mad at that piece of shit. <laughs> Make sure first, it has hats for the arms. <laughs> first time I spent a hundred bucks on anything on eBay. And it was like ninety-nine. And we've all done it, right? You got caught in a bidding war for something you really wanted. You spent nope. more than you wanted to. Doesn't happen to me a lot, but it happened then. And there wasn't any real size reference at the time. I didn't even know they made an Apache for G.I. Joe, but Apaches are awesome. So I dropped a hundred bucks for it was mint in box, right? right. Nice. Even back then, but a hundred bucks in 1999 money. Pretty serious for an assistant producer at KGME, the sports leader in Phoenix. And right. that thing showed up, and I'm, I'm an opener, man. I pulled that thing out of the box, and I'm like, what the? Yeah. In 2023 money, that's $4,000. Pretty much, right? And and But I put it together. I put the awful neon Dayglow stickers on it. And like two weeks later, all the stickers are falling off. Like that thing was garbage from jump. Um, Did Phil, you put a figure in it so the head can stick out the top and the arms right? and the sides? So it looked like a cheap helicopter suit from like, let's make a deal. Yeah, it looked like a bad McDonald's Happy Meal toy, right? Come on. Look, I'm just going to take a minute to to draw attention that Phil's ah! <laughs> Phil's Zorana mannequin has finally killed him, and the show is better for it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey guys. Uh, Chris Farney notes a wild bill airborne quick kick a better scarlet mail away doc promo. That's a that's a big list of commands. That's a lot. Uh, David Allen wants classic scarlet. I I think a, a cool sunbow scarlet would be a neat throw in on on some a project like this. I think that's a that's not a bad place to do it because she was in that freaking helicopter all the time. Yeah, just fix her hair color. <laughs> I still think pilot timber. Maybe may, maybe not maybe not quite so much gold trim. Yeah. Um, uh, Hans Chow notes uh, Phil has gotten considerably sexier in the last few moments. It's the right hair. Uh, well, I, I, okay, we'll go with it. 
I've been working out. I'm glad people have noticed. <laughs> this sudden transition does get him banned in Florida, however. <laughs> also, much like the Hazlab Sky Striker having a new co-pilot, as the Dragonfly stickers had a generic name, like the Sky Striker did on the canopy, uh, which then White Vegeta notes as Master Sergeant Culbert. Hmm. So maybe, maybe a new character. Was uh, was Culber representative of anybody, of a designer or somebody, or I don't know. I don't know. Phil Phil would would be a guy to ask, but he seems it's, to be dead. Too bad Gerona killed him. Yeah, <clears throat> with some poison dental floss, or the proton pack that we know was hanging around there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you you would have heard it. <laughs> it's probably true. Zorana mannequin. <clears throat> now that's a name. It is. It's a mouthful. It's like Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. It's, uh... Evan Foster asks, anyone think that Cobra gets involved with this HasLab like the Sky Striker with Zartan spying for Cobra Commander? Maybe Zartan steals the plans and Cobra does an SMS to counterattack the Dragonfly. Wow, that would get expensive. Yeah. So, neat idea, but wow, that would get expensive. Uh, Diana Davis asks, how can a unit have more than one master sergeant? They're the Joes. We don't ask those questions. I think I, I think she's right. I think they can't. Who came first? Listen, they have one sailor for an entire aircraft carrier. This is not one that considers <laughs> logistics. <laughs> I mean, master Sergeant Culbert was around before Duke was. So, you know, somebody be somebody be getting his papers together and heading back out to the Russian front. <laughs> Uh, Harris Townsend notes uh, pack rats would be an eat stretch goal. I agree. I don't think that's going to happen necessarily. That's a lot of pieces to to even to develop that far before. Uh, yeah, I, I I'd like I look. I'd love to see it. I don't. I, let me be that clear. I just don't think that that's necessarily cost effective. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you unless you repaint scrap iron's giant drone accessory in green and be like, hey, it's pack rat. Hey. We ever come up with a name for that thing? No, we should though. Drony. Drony. <laughs> Drony, Drony loves Chachi. Oh, uh, somebody's got to. <laughs> oh no. Master Sergeant Colbert died. <laughs> Walter McLeod says what Haslab needs to do is give us a classified scale adventure team with flock terror. That'd be cool. I'm in with that. Uh, Diana apparently killed Master Sergeant Colbert. Yeah, like there's no doubt who killed him. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> she still got the mess on the Bowie knife. What are you kidding <laughs> me? But um, if only I had a, a still of the, the chicken nugget, I'd put it up in Phil's square, but I don't. <laughs> Master Sergeant Colbert died drowned in bulldog slobber. We have this. a we have a suspect. We can throw this guy up. Bubba Bo Bob Cobra pilot. Good old uh, Stephen Seagal Aero Viper. Right. Secondary oh, military no. specialty. Crushing fudge. Not <laughs> Tom Segura's got a great bit on uh anyways. That's it. Uh, and of course, we'd like to remind you that uh, the G.I. Joe 3D Printing Podcast 
proud to present Chunky Tank Kitty and his Mealer Tank. Uh, we were thrilled to bring you Chunky Tank Kitty news last week uh, that they will be available at Joe Fest from uh, from our, our friend Michael directly for just $10. Um, I've put in a mail order. We'll see. We'll see how well that mm-hmm. how soon that gets to us. We've decided to to uh, make sure any any chunky tank kitty merchandise we're on board. Mm-hmm. So, and we had an exclusive product update last week where he told us painting eyes sucks. <laughs> I think he told us that the first time, right? But yet he jumped back on that horse. <laughs> That's a cat. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen the size of that cat? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Shetland cat. Chaz the Guru notes that in the first transmission it said ramp up operation which just means it was a very adult themed operation. Whoa. <laughs> Dragonfly it's a little blue. Dragonfly. Shut up. Dragonfly XH1 fits. Okay, that's cool. It seems perhaps coincidental, but yeah. Uh, I classify Chunky Tank Kitty. I, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd spend. I'd be dropping money. Not with articulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can turn the cat around 360 degrees. Hmm. Anyways. Duh. Hans Chow is again excited. Chunky Tank Kitty will be his. That mm-hmm. joke is. Oh, good. Glad you're getting out, man. Mm-hmm. The tank fires hairballs. <laughs> Even makes sounds the like, sound. Sounds like cool the worst. And gross. The, sounds like the worst A team episode ever, right? Oh, that won't hit anything. Just rolls up. We'll still win. <laughs> rolls in. <laughs> no, yeah. It has to make two, no- two noises before it fires. <laughs> <laughs> so and you, and you just hear someone in the background go, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a it's it's a guided guided weapon. It only hits those that are wearing socks. <laughs> but uh let's take a moment here. Collect ourselves and hear from our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on! All right. And you know, the best part of speculation-based shows is we we never have to worry about, there's no time for taking questions from the audience. I thought it was the lack of accountability, but whatever. Well, there's that too. There's that too. <laughs> side little side benefit. We can always but, go back and go, who knew? Look, accountability implies that people are listening, and we know that's not the case. We we busted a whole year's worth of product and nobody batted an eye. <laughs> Everybody took it to their channel and they listened yeah. to it from them. Yeah. So we stopped doing that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is that is yeah. not worth the energy. Appreciate the self-centered. You're welcome. <laughs> right. And, who was Truthfully, we'd do it again in a minute if it led oh, yeah. the way the 100%. first one did. But, you know, 100%. They, I, tighten, they tighten things up a little bit. Yeah, I, I like being the, the fly in the ointment. If if, if Hasbro is going to end a productive relationship the way they did with us, 
I'm good with I'm good with the uh, ruining stuff. Dude, after we busted that whole year, they stopped sending us free toys. Oh wait, wait, wait! Okay. They never started. No, part of that's on you, Weber. What? Just saying. Part of I mean, that. I mean, I got I got the starter box. <laughs> I've been good. Right. Probably never get it again, but you know. Walter McLeod says, we'd all know if you guys got it right. The Pinkertons would be a knock. Pinkertons don't knock. <laughs> yeah. They just kick it in. There you go. Like Hans Chow. Mm-hmm. They use a battering ram that was, you know, that used to be some union uprising. They're not uh they're not they're not musical about it, but they kick it in. Oh, Uh, so the question is, so we are laughing with you, laughing at us? No, mm-hmm. we're not laughing at you. We're just, we, we, we love to, uh, we love to make fun of our own uh, lack of audience and mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, Diana Davis is telling cat pee stories over in chat. So we're going <laughs> to let that be for a second. <laughs> uh, what we got in, Phil Donnelly, what'd you get in since the last time we talked to you? Uh, well, just yesterday I got this in. Ah, oh, there you go. Nice eleven volume edition of creating GI Joe from one Mister Dan Smith. And uh, Matt Rubin notes that generally speaking, we all laugh to get right, right, because la- life is miserable, guys. We might as well just laugh at it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh there was a May fourth be May the fourth sale on Disney Movie Insiders, and they put up stuff that you could buy with points Ooh. that you would have accumulated by just buying like DVDs and stuff. And I had enough points to get this guy. Nice. This is a Hot Toys Luke Skywalker in his uh, Empire Strikes Back Snowspeeder X-wing gear sort of thing. All right. And I didn't pay anything for it, even shipping. I just sent it. <laughs> so, nice. Wow. That's $225 I got with points. Per, perhaps you spend too much to earn that. So you, you, spent mm. it, you spent it at other times. Yeah, you paid for that. <laughs> yeah, but you get points just going to see the movies in the theater. So. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, did you look under the packaging at the very bottom of the box? Did you check down there? Yeah, flat at the bottom. That's where they packed. That's where they packed Dak. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a, a moist spot. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Phil? Uh, that's it for the last week for me. <laughs> All right, rack time, Rob. What giant book have you gotten? Oh, uh, you know what? Um, a big stack of nothing. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Box came for you last week. Have you even opened? I, know, I haven't even opened this stuff yet because I've been, I've been, I've been weary. Uh, killing the show, Rob. Killing the yeah, show. Well, maybe other people need to buy crap. Oh. Why do I always have to buy crap? <laughs> you make more money than I do, Mark Weber. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't get toys anymore apparently because it's been a dry spell. Let me tell you, uh, but. Let's see here. A lot of my married friends say that much. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but dress shoes. Hey. Hey, all right. Please Father's yeah. Day is next month. No, no, no. This is uh my uh daughter's first uh 
communion. That was that. So I thought that was a dog doing something. I was rimshotting my joke. Sorry. Fair enough. So that's it. It ain't much, but that's my life. All right, dress shoes. I'll be happy man. with what we happy with what we have. Look, man, I I would I would fight somebody for a comfortable pair of dress shoes. So I, I'm not going to say I'm I'm totally not jealous. Well, I'm not sure they make a comfortable pair of dress shoes. That's it's true. They're it's they're true. new at least. So Be- best I can do is find an all black pair of athletic shoes and just wear those. That's that's like my go to man. The all black all season radials. That's that's right. me. Yep. Right. They go with everything. But uh. Wow, it's been a it's been a crummy week for what we got in, but I I, I do get to play a bumper. Got one more in a pile. Look at that guy. Yeah, he's hey. complaining. I did have to do some some gorilla glue repair work on his on his uh, ammo pack, but that's that's not too too bad. It's obvious enough that. I'm never going to try and resell that as, as unbroken. So, mm. uh, but what can you do? It's 79, man. You can't get too choosy. Lord knows we let one in that had lift tickets legs. So whatever. Great. But that's, that's the guy he came with. He got his, uh, got a nice file card on him too. So, Ooh. so lift a, tickets legs, but most importantly, lift tickets crotch. Right. Hey, how many of beachhead uh, party 79 have file cards? Approximately fifteen. Okay, I got a couple of full cards as part of this. I got some trading cards as part of this. I just like sometimes people put together these packages, and if the price is right, I'll go get those. Figures the important part, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh, we sent we sent some. Was that last week that I sent you the the accessories, Phil? Yes. Right. I a couple couple nights ago I, I went to Phil. I said, Hey Phil, I need you know, because Phil is is the guy who does our, our our photos and stuff when I'm trying to put stuff together for our thumbnails. Like Phil, I need more than just the three still shots of Beachhead from 3D Joe's. You know, can you can you throw together some some pictures that I can cut out of the background and, and put them in for thumbnails? And he's like, you know, I yeah, I don't I don't have one with accessories. I didn't have one with the proper accessories. <laughs> right, right. And I apologize if I told this story last week. I really can't remember, but that really was just one of those, Phil, Jesus Christ, you're ruining the whole thing. <laughs> hey, man, I gotta, I'm got. i taking Phil's side here. I think it's your fault. He probably doesn't have the accessories. There's like yeah. a tractor beam in, in Indiana that's just bringing them all closer. Uh, Andrew Galgan asked, when will the madness end? Uh, I I don't know. When it gets 86. Diana Davis uh, says that it's mean to make glue out of gorillas. I'm just saying, look, we don't have gorilla graveyards, so we got to do something with that gorilla after it dies. I heard the gorillas actually make the glue. You know, they're they're working. They're they're building their community. Absorbids uh, likes gorilla slave labor, and that is not surprising. (laughs) No, no, no. They're working. They're getting paid. But. Uh, Matt Rubin said, I, I did tell that story last week, but that's cool. I'm always kind of shaming Phil anyways. Yeah, that's 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 kind of Phil. I know right. how this relationship works. Fair enough. It's, just a gl- it's a glitch in the matrix. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, I, I've known Phil for 
for over a decade now. So if, if we rag on Phil, it's because we know Phil very, very well. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of respect for Phil and what Phil does. And we, we know how to uh, hurt him the worst with the, the, with word economy. So <laughs> it's, it's all these things. All Plus these he's things. the best graphics department in town. We didn't give anybody else a witness protection nickname. So come on now. <laughs> yeah, well, what I really need is Photoshop. So, you know, right. the, uh, the Yakuza will never find Biff McConkey dunk. <laughs> he's a ghost. Nope. And if they do, God, what a movie. <laughs> oh. McConkey Dog Four, Don Don Don, big fight scene. I think I think that was the the plot for Nuns on the Run. <laughs> That'd be could be actually with the late Robbie Coltrane. With the late Robbie Coltrane, yes. <laughs> oh my God, put that on your bingo card. Mm-hmm. Robbie Coltrane, this is a very weird bingo card. card. Dana Delaney, Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> Yeah, Dana Delaney, nuns on the run, specifically. <laughs> nuns on the run. Oh, yeah. So you can also I, cross off the Eric Idle spot. Uh, Diana Davis loved that movie. So did I. You know, frankly, doesn't get enough credit. They don't make just fun, disposable, hour-and-a-half movie comedies anymore. It just it doesn't. Everything's got to be a freaking tentpole, and it drives me batty. That's why... It's why it's why those crummy movies from 30 and 40 years ago never went away. They haven't been pushed out of the consciousness yet because people just sometimes want to watch a crummy movie for an hour and a half. Anyways. Bowfinger. <laughs> Bowfinger's not a crummy movie. Bowfinger's an incredible movie. Bowfinger's fantastic. I, I love that movie. <laughs> but, uh, that's what we got. So let's just roll right into shout outs. Uh, Phil Donnelly, shout it out. Uh, as always, shouting out Patrick Stewart. He's my partner in crime on the Articulated Points podcast. We're sorry, Patrick. Yeah, very, very sorry. <laughs> but uh, you can find links for that down below. And uh, watch us. We we need the viewers. Right. <laughs> Subscribe, damn it. I would also like to thank Mike this time because he did, in fact, provide me with accessories for my beachhead. So, you know. Legitimate accessories. That's right. Not, like, not I not take the abuse for yeah. bribes. <laughs> and also, we'll, <laughs> the letter R, the number nine, and viewers like you. There we go. <laughs> the Chub Group. <laughs> <laughs> Racktime Rob, shout it out. Shout out to Phil for coming on tonight. On Absor- short absorbing our abuse. <laughs> and of course, the studio audience. Uh, Hans Chow reminds you to thank Zorana, Phil, right. sitting in for you while you can use the potty or whatever. Would that be a first? Zorana mannequin? I'm sure it happened in our radio days, but has anybody ever bugged out on the YouTube stream to go use no, the facility? I, I never went anywhere, actually. I was, I was just right here. Yeah. Rather famous. <laughs> Back in the, the audio only days, I did. Oh. Yeah, I, I was. Um, we were recording. It was uh, Gary and, and Justin and myself and Kevin Watts, and I. I just got sick about halfway through, so I. I was like, guys, I'll be back, or maybe I won't. Ooh, cryptic! And I was not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we didn't. We didn't go. Didn't leave them with a whole lot of details. Uh, mm-hmm. until far much 
like two days later, I think I reached out to Gary. He's like, sorry, man. I just, I think <laughs> things went asunder. And uh, yeah, so yeah. So that did happen once. I'm the guy. Who else you shout out to, Rob? Uh, whoever makes it to Friday Alive. There you go. <laughs> Mark Weber. Yo. Shout it out. Shouting out to Joe Colton, who's plus, you know, her one and a half, or I guess just a half. Uh, cur- currently percolating. Currently cooking that baby up. For, for the so. record, we have we have been after Joe Colton to to put together just just talking for two three minutes so we could play it on the show and just give an update on how she's doing. He has she continually says, "Oh, I'll get that to you," and then I never hear from her. Right. Her so, her, her her manager goes, "Oh no no no, I'm too pregnant. I'm too pregnant. Too, too pregnant. Too too barely." Ah, uh, so giving it up to Joe, of course, uh, and then the self pub. Uh, cause man, I worked my ass off this year on my other, uh, side hustle, eternal baseball. Uh, and we're in the playoffs playoffs start tomorrow. So if you like baseball, check out eternalbaseball.com. Wildcard round starts tomorrow. Orioles at A's Red Sox at Knights. Who are the Knights? Yeah. Go find out Dodgers at Phillies Cardinals at Braves. Check them out. It's pretty good. It's on Facebook. It's at www.eternalbaseball.com. Uh, it's a good time. Check it out. So the Expos didn't make it, huh? The Expos lost. We beat them in the game of the week Sunday oh, I, night. I, yeah, I, I so the, see that. Yeah, so the Cubs stayed alive. Then the Phillies won to eliminate the Expos. And then the Dodgers won to eliminate the Cubs. So it was a sad story all over. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, check out uh, check out Eternal Baseball. If you have any idea what they're, they're talking. I, I was... Uh, I was actually home Sunday night, but I was already dead asleep by that point. Well, you uh, live in the twilight zone a little bit, Mike. I'm not going to judge. I'm not judging. After last, this this week uh, on on Saturday, uh, I, I took a half day at work and then immediately went to bed and got up in the morning like the regular people do, and then drove to my dad's, you know, two and a half hours north, and and Rob and I spent the day there, and then drove home two and a half hours, and <laughs> nine o'clock rolled around. No. No, Done. We, Mike we were, disappeared. Mike went into Mike's room and was not seen again for <laughs> some hours. Man, you missed a good show. We came from behind. We went to the bullpen and lived. It's pretty exciting. I know. And yeah. and all that happened in like 40 minutes. I lost, Yeah, we had to go fast. I lost track of the innings. I thought it was the eighth inning. And I'm like, we should bring in Lee Smith for a four-out save. They got nobody else. We brought in it Lee was, Smith. It was the ninth inning. There was one out left. He struck, he struck out the last guy, and it was game over. And I'm like, oh, Oops. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Didn't matter. They got eliminated anyway. Tough to Pitch clock, baby. Uh, Observance notes, uh, we won't be seeing Joe for a while. I have a feeling. I mean, really, we're not expecting her back. Yeah. Nope. There's there's zero pressure. We just, right, hassle, right. We she, just hassle her. She yeah. She's off the show for as long as she wants to be off the show. Her spot is there for her when she's ready to come back. This is her first baby. She's she's got a lot to adjust before working this silliness into things. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to see Joe Colton regularly before the fall at the earliest. Mm-hmm. So just to just if there's any Joe Colton fans out there that are just waiting with I mean, we're still your your we're still your first source for all all Joe Colton news, but uh 
I firmly believe the first contact we're going to get from the Colton household is going to be Wes (laughs) dialing in going, babies are hard, dude. (laughs) Help me. Yes, they are. (laughs) Yes, they are. It won't stop pooping. (laughs) I'll wrap it up uh, by thanking everybody at home. Uh, If you're watching us live, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel uh, here on YouTube. If you're catching us on Facebook, uh, be sure to leave some kind of a reaction. Give a thumbs up, give a heart, give a little huggy guy. Hell, give a little angry guy. We don't care. Just react. Do something. Be honest. Something. React to us. Right. Uh, Try to sabotage conversation with nonsense questions. That's fine, too. We can ignore you. We're adults. But um, just be sure at some point you get over to YouTube uh, and like and subscribe the channel there. Uh, That's that's where we count it. if you're catching us on audio, uh, whether it's Podbean or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever, uh, thank you. Again, make sure you get over to YouTube and get yourself counted by subscribing to the channel. There's a lot of folks who subscribe audio. We have 300 and something subscribers on the on the Podbean channel. And I'm sure there's some overlap there, but I know there's some folks who still listen exclusively on audio. Um, yeah, just, just take a minute. Just leave leave the website, God forbid, for just a second. Uh, and 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 subscribe um but uh, again we love you all the same uh so it's 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 not a contest there is the daddy loves you all equally whether you listen here or facebook or recorded or audio only it's it's all the same so stop trying to curry favor phil (laughs) anyway (laughs) Tough, tough crowd uh, shout out to Brian, uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 788, for giving us a great lead. And as always, he never fails to plug the damn show. Uh, so we we would be remiss if we did not uh, do the same for him. New reviews are up on Sunday nights. And then usually again on Fridays, he's doing something for Classified. So uh, let's, let's, uh, let's make sure we're still supporting Brian and his efforts. He's a wonderful dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he, if, if he comes off as being cool in his own live stream, which is right before ours, uh, it's not an act. He's he's legitimately a, a very good guy. Um, but uh, you know that, that's that's about it. Uh, shout out to all the educators who are wrapping it up in the, in the coming weeks. We gave it to you at the beginning of the show. I'll give it to you again. Uh, couldn't do what you do. Absolutely not. No question. <laughs> I've had it thrown at me a few times. Hey, maybe you could substitute <clears throat> teach. No. <laughs> I don't want to full-time teach, so I'm certainly not going to take the slings and arrows to <laughs> substitute first. Get the heck out of here. Who would do that full-time? I don't know. That, that madness is what that Crazy is. Crazy people. Lunatics. That's, that's what they're counting on. <laughs> but uh, that's that's what we got this week. As our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe, and if you don't, be careful. Be sure to join us next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Where our special guest will be, I don't know, maybe Phil, who can tell. (laughs) So far away, and we'll probably be starting it in about five minutes. So who can can say? (laughs) Have a great rest of the week, everybody. We'll catch you then. Yo, Joe. Beer! Beer!